Blog Talk Radio. Back on live, man. PSA Hip Hop, man. Y'all know the vibes already, man. The greatest duo to talk this hip hop shit. Ray Goldsmith, the West End Styles, PJ, whatever you want to call it, man. Watch what's good, my G. What's good, my G? What's poppin'? I just had to throw it out there right quick. You know the vibes. What's good, man? Let's get into this, man. NBA talk, man. We haven't done this in a while, man. Um, I guess, watch, ever since the Michael Jordan documentary, we're getting a lot of heavy NBA talk across the landscape. You and I talked about it. We watched First Take. You and I watched Undisputed. We watched Bill Simmons. We watched Up in Smoke. I mean, um, the joint with Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson. So you and I are very NBA guys. Um, now, a lot of talk lately has been top five talks. You know, I think it's top five talk. I don't know how you feel about that. I think it's subjective. I also don't get too crazy of people picking a top five. I can't really knock somebody for having a top five and who they feel should be in a top five. But the conversation now is twisted watch to Paul Pierce not putting LeBron James in his personal top five. And a lot of people are not happy with that. Do you think it's an age thing, a cultural thing? Do you think it's a guys that are, that are 24 years old now? Um, do you think it's an age thing? Or what do you think about the whole situation with Paul Pierce not having LBJ in his personal top five? I don't think it's an age thing with Paul Pierce because Paul Pierce is a contemporary of LeBron James. He's a peer. Well, no, no. He plays no, against I, I ain't talking about Paul Pierce's age. I'm talking about the young boys, the young cats that might have issues with Paul Pierce saying that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Young young people uh, can only talk about their eye test and what they see. Right. Um, right. So with any generation, a person will always talk about whatever – impacted them the most and they will look at that as the greatest era of basketball so for example if you were a boston celtics fanatic in the 80s then larry bird celtics meant everything to you and you're going to look at larry bird as the greatest play you've ever seen because of what he meant to you in the 80s and it's like that with um with people from this generation because lebron james has been great for 17 years there's a lot of people who are looking at him like, how is this guy not the greatest player of all time? Like, it's almost two decades of watching. Matter of fact, it's not almost. It is. For two decades, LeBron James has been great. And then when you go an entire decade playing for the championship, it, 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 it can throw people off. So I So to me, I believe youth, and it's, it's what you've seen. Now, are we the old guys that are sitting on our lawn at our age saying, hey, guys, young people, we were here for Matthew Johnson, Isaiah Thomas, Bird, yada, yada, yada. We was here in, all, on, in the glory days or the golden era of the NBA, people want to say. Are we those guys? No, because if you look at the, the, the top list, Michael Jordan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Magic Johnson are in the top five. Those those three guys played in the 80s. They played in the Jordan era. And three of those guys are in Paul Pierce's list. So no one's going to – is anybody going to argue Michael well, Jordan being in his being list? No, there? can't argue that. No, I'm not oh, arguing that. They, nope. 
has Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on his list, and he has Magic Johnson on his list. And um, so there's three people we got now, on his list. Is, is he having it? I want to ask your opinion about this. Is he being genuine in the sense of, okay, remember now, Porpes is from L.A., right? So he knows the L.A. basketball culture, right? So put a Magic and Kareem. It's not jumping out the window, first of all. I don't think – is it safe to say you and I both agree that's not jumping out the window having Magic and Kareem in your top five? A Capitone? That's not jumping out the that's not jumping out the window at all. At all. This, 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 what this, about this, Bill this, Russell? No. Him having Bill Russell because of his Celtics ties. And maybe he's been around Bill Russell, heard so many Celtic stories. So you're 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 in that world and hearing those stories as a Celtic player, you get to hear these stories from, from a um you get, you get to hear Jim I mean his, his stories and shit. What do you think about him putting Bill Russell also? In his five, I, 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 even though I, he didn't watch Bill Russell watch play ball. So the question I would say to basketball fans is, the MVP trophy is named after Bill Russell, right? I'd say that to all the new guys who are like, how could you put Bill Russell over LeBron? How? Well, why do you think the trophy, the MVP trophy of the finals, is named after Bill Russell. Now, if people want to know how good Bill Russell is, all you have to do is listen to Bill Walton talk about Bill Russell. If you've ever heard Bill Walton talk about Bill Russell, you'd understand yeah. his impact. Uh-huh. Now, me personally, mm-hmm. I've, uh, I've heard Mike Francesa talk about Bill Russell. He's a, you know, you know, you know Francesa, Mike and the Mad Dog. Yes. But I've of heard course. someone really told me about Bill Russell, the person who, when it comes to 60s, 70s NBA, I defer to him. It's my pops. My pops explains to me how great Bill Russell was. And if anybody who knows can legitimately understand why a guy who has 11 championships in 13 years can be ranked ahead of LeBron. Now, a lot of people try to discredit his error but if we're going on discrediting errors, then what are we doing? Are we going to discredit Babe Ruth because he played in the era when no black players played? Or are we just going to discredit all of that? Because nobody you really discredits Babe Ruth, right? You, you, you know, some people have done that to Babe Ruth, not to go on a baseball rant yeah. right quick. No, no, but, no, no, no I understand that. But at the end of the day, he's still considered the Bambino. There's no asterisk by any uh, Major League Baseball records pre-1948. And it was an era where black people were not allowed to play. Let's be clear. Facts. Facts. And they loved Ty Cobb. They loved Babe Ruth. Okay? Mm -hmm. So so that's that. And then he put Kobe Bryant over LeBron. I think me and you both said we haven't elevated LeBron past Kobe yet. We haven't done it. Well, I know I haven't done it. No, I haven't. I haven't either. I haven't either, Ross. I haven't either. To me, Pierce gave a legitimate five players who you could put over LeBron for the simple fact is they all have more rings. They all have finals MVPs, and, at, and they were all the best players on their team at times. So I got no issue with Paul Pierce's putting five players over LeBron. Now, me personally, I would have Bill Russell. Me, me personally, I know the history of Bill, Bill Russell, but I don't have Bill Russell over LeBron. And that's not discrediting in the rings. I know you talk about the 11 rings a second ago, and when you went into that bag, I understand when you're going there. I have no issue with you saying that. And, and that's, like you said, we can't discredit rings. That's what all these brothers try to play basketball for. I'm just going off 
on, I guess, the basketball game itself, that I just like LeBron's game more than watching Bill Russell's game. That's all. But that's not taking nothing away from Bill Russell. So, so let me but I see a lot of people I, upset about Paul Pierce's comments, though. Like, they're really going. But hold on. Kendrick Perkins, yeah. though, now when he comes out and says that it's personal between Paul Pierce and LeBron, he's, he did put that out there, that Paul Pierce allegedly never liked LeBron since his rookie year. But, what but, but so what? But, but, but so what? You, you don't have to like a, a, an opposing player. Bill Lambert and Larry Bird hated each other. So what if players right. don't like each other's competition? Like, I don't even understand that. And why should Paul Pierce like him? Paul Pierce, Paul Pierce is a great player. First of all, Paul Pierce gets a lot of hate because I don't know why. He clearly was the best player in a championship team. I got a problem with niggas acting like Paul Pierce was not that dude. I understand you. If you don't like his take, that's one thing. You gotta, I think people watch got to separate the two. If you don't like somebody's take, let's not discredit Paul Pierce's basketball game. I'm not going to do that. We, you and I watch Paul Pierce since Kansas, my G. Since him and Rex Walters are playing together. Like we know about Paul Pierce. Yo, you went in that Rex Walters bag. <laughs> Rex Walters plays for my Nets. Yo, he plays for the Nets. I used to watch, used to watch Rex Walters with the Nets. I wish he could learn how to play basketball, though. Right, I hate right, players right. who cannot transfer their quote-unquote college greatness to the pros. That bothers me so much. These guys are nigga, great. Adam players. Morrison, Jimmy Fadette. Hold on, I'll give you two names. Adam Adam Morrison and Jimmy Fadette come to, come to mind to me. And Bobby Early. So, so, so I'm, I'm gonna take it a step further. I'm gonna say this. I think Jimmy Fredette is tailor made for this era. Oh, I just, yeah, I just fact. don't know that's why he's not in it. It's an era of the Arden jump shot. Watch, are you saying on the strength of the three ball? Yes, I think it's. Okay. I think it's the era of the three ball where if you, even if you don't know, even if you don't know how to play defense, you still play. And to me, that's right. Jimmy Fredette. Like this is the era for for him now. So him not being in here is something I don't understand because I know he can shoot. As for Adam Morrison, like, dude, you're supposed to be, like, a great player, and you just came in with trash, you know. Who else? Yeah. Who's another guy like that that I just knew? Oh, Bannon, man. Ed O'Bannon. Oh, my the son Ed O'Bannon. My son Ed O'Bannon and Charles O'Bannon. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. So Ed O'Bannon. Comes and saying he's not good. Like I, it pissed me off that he wasn't good. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just me going on a tangent. I hate these college play of the year. Here's another and then name. They get to the Hold on. Here's, here's another name. Felipe Ooh. Lopez. Felipe Lopez. But now, yeah, I yeah, I really have personal strong feelings on Felipe Lopez. I'm really. I really support him, man. <laughs> Yo, I really supported Felipe Lopez, man. But uh, yeah, it didn't it didn't translate to the NBA. You know what I'm saying? But um, what I, what what I wanted to tell you was um, what did you what do you think about on that top ten list? They have Duncan over Shaquille and Kobe. Why do you think this ESPN panel? Rate Duncan over Shaq and Kobe. Ah, it's so dicey, man, because I'm not mad at it one way. But I, you know what? For me, I guess I have to sit down 
I mean, I'm just going up the eyeball tests and things that I remember, obviously, with Timmy, Kobe, and Shaq. Now, I'm shocked that some people would have them over because of the popularity contest that we have in this world today when it comes to anything. But then again, listen, man, the man's name was the big fundamentals. Like, we got we to gotta credit him for, what, his second year in the league? Or was his rookie year? Second year when he came in the league, right? And he got, he got his first ring, right, in 99 against my Knicks, right? Yes. He basically took over for, for David Robinson. Remember now, son, you and I both was outside. We knew the Spurs were sucking that whole goddamn year to get Tim Duncan. We knew that already. Like, we knew that, right? So they were tanking before the, the, the word tanking got popularized. Um, I'm not too mad at it, Watts. How you feel about it? I'm not too mad at that. I can't, you know what I mean? To, 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 me, to me, I hate it, and I'm going to tell you why. He has a losing record in the playoffs against the Lakers. Right. Against Kobe. He, like, he, his record as a – Kobe on the Lakers versus Tim Duncan on the Lakers. Four and two. They met six times. The Lakers won four of those times. So I'm trying to figure out mm. how do you rate Duncan over Kobe when Kobe has a winning record against him in the playoffs. And then Kobe was just a better player to, to me. Like, this whole Tim Duncan rated over Kobe, that's just that's – just, I never – thought in a single season in his entire career that, you know what, Tim Duncan's the best player in the NBA. I never felt that way. I had years where I felt that way about Shaq. I felt that way about Kobe. I felt that way about LeBron. I've, I never <laughs> felt that way about Tim Duncan. So it's just seeing him race. And now he's oh, another wait, player. Are you shortchanging Tim Duncan, though? How could I be shortchanging Tim Duncan saying he was never, in my, he was never singly better than Shaq? Or Kobe in a single season. I like well hold on. I like Tim Duncan's game more than Shaq though. I like his hold on watch. I like Tim Duncan's basketball game more than Shaq's. I, I don't. I'm gonna quote Kim Lachuan. Shaq plays like a true big man. When you dump it into the paint, that's where it goes. And he and he, and that's where but you know, Duncan is not no, a true center. That, you and I know he's not a true center though. He's a power forward though, to be fair. And I have him as a power forward. I, I I never at any point thought Tim Duncan was better than Shaq. And I think it's I think it's I think it's dangerous to history to, to do this because if you don't have a person like me in any position, this you know history will just look at it like oh Tim Duncan was better than Shaq. Well, me and you remember when Shaq came to the league, man? How he just changed everything with his dominance. He won three in a row. He three peated. Tim Duncan never three peated. I mean, listen, it's it's they they're only separated by one play. That's that's my pet peeve. Here's well, hold thing. on, so Tim Duncan is the, some people got Tim Duncan as the best. Some people got Tim Duncan as the best power forward of all time. I do, I do. I have him as the best power forward. I do also. I had him. I have him over yes. um Barkley and Carmelo. Yes, yes, absolutely. I agree. I agree with that. See, I don't shortchange Tim Duncan. Another player I want to get your take on. Why do you think they? Uh, why do you think? Why do you think the greatest power forward of all time, right, is mm-hmm. Tim Duncan? We we acknowledging that, but yet, right, PM panel put Bird over Duncan. When Bird as when when Duncan as the greatest power forward of all time has five rings, had to beat Kobe and Shaq just to get to the finals for his entire career. He has five mm-hmm. rings. Why and he, we we just acknowledge he's the greatest power forward of all time. So why do you you call him the big fundamentals? Why do you think mm-hmm. Larry Bird is rated higher than Tim Duncan? 
And I'm going to, it's funny you say that because when you're saying that, it kind of reminds me of you. And let me tell you why I say that, brother. You always remind me and people out here that, yo, fam, even though we love the 90s, we're not going to forget about 80s hip-hop, right? You always let it be known that I'm never going to let you niggas act like 80s hip-hop was not really out here like that, right? Agreed. And I think some people use that argument also why to the sense that, yo, fam, we're not going to forget Larry Bird and what he meant for the culture of the Boston Celtics. Now, here's my question. Do you think Larry Bird meant more to the Celtics more than Tim Duncan meant to the Spurs? No. Can, you, can we make that argument? Or that I argument think, makes no I, sense. What do you think? I, I think if, the reason why I say no, because Larry Bird is not the greatest Celtic winner. Like, let's say you're someone in your 60s or 70s, right? Mm-hmm. And you live right. as a Celtic, and you live through 11 championships. You live through all the championships with Havlicek. How could Larry Bird mean more to you than when y'all won all the championships? How could his ever mean more to you? Well, I know why. Does but, the color, pigmentation, but, anything to do with it? Let's go there. It, it has everything to do with it. It has everything to okay. do with it. It has everything to do with it. Were you, were you going there? Were you going there? Yes, I was. It has everything okay. to do with it. Why Bobby Orr in the 60s was more popular, where the Boston Garden was selling out more games for hockey games than Bill Russell's Celtics. Can anybody, can anybody explain that? Why the most winning team in the city was only getting 8,000 people for their games, but Bobby Orr is getting a full house. Can anybody explain why Bobby Orr statue in front of the Fleet Center before Bill Russell? Somebody just justify that for me right now. He definitely didn't win as much as Bill Russell. So what's the issue? Then tell me why Larry Bird means so much to Boston Celtic fans with his three rings over Bill Russell's 11 rings. Somebody got to explain that to me. Just explain it to me. Right. Well, I, I don't know. I can't put no logic behind that. I really don't know the, the logic behind that. The only thing I can say is this. Listen, now, that's not me and you. I don't think, and I'm not speaking for you, but I think you and I understand what Larry, when, when, hey, your name is the big fundamentals, and they call you Larry the legend. You know what I'm saying? Like, we do know what Bird meant to people in the 80s. He was a stone-cold killer. Can we both agree that Larry Bird was a stone-cold killer? Yes. Can we also agree that Larry Bird was probably the first, and I hate to go here to, to, to my white audience real quick, we just having a real talk here between me and Watts, but would you agree that Larry Bird might have been the first white player that white people really, really gravitated to? No. Basketball? No. More than Cozy, more than Pistol Pete, Jerry West maybe? No. Also? And I'm going to say no. It wasn't more than Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete was a superstar. Everybody admits. But watch, I don't even think a lot of Pistol people know Pete. about Pistol Pete. I, I I think all basketball people know about Pistol Pete. Because now, what are we gonna do? We gonna erase no, the seventies now? Now hold on. I guarantee you, people that listen to the show right now, who's not a big basketball fan right now, who just listen to us when we just talk hip hop or battle rap, or we go into our sports bag because it all coincides all in one to, to me and you. They know about Larry Legend way more than Pistol Pete. And Rick Barry and, 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 and those kind of, you know what I'm saying? Why do me and you know about Pistol Pete? Well, basketball, I don't know though, it's a little different over here. Yeah, but, 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 but he was playing early 70s basketball, mid-70s basketball. Well, I really when, don't when, remember. Hold on a second. When, when, when the highlights is coming on, 
But when highlights is coming on in our era, we've paid attention to these, to these guys before us. Even in hip hop, we just always been that way. We give we we care about right. history. Like you know what LeBron says? I, oh, I, I'm I, a student I, of the game. That's how me and you were in hip hop and sports. I, I agree. But 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 what I'm saying is because I'm a student in the game, and when I go back, Pistol mm-hmm. Pete was really looked at as a superstar. Pistol Pete at LSU a was a big dick. Not to, Larry, not to Larry Bird, though. Not to Larry Bird, though. He, he, what do you mean, not to Larry Bird? I don't got Pistol Pete at the center of the table with Larry Bird, though. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying before okay. Larry Bird, there was Pistol Pete. He was a very popular white athlete in America. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying he was very right. popular. When Pistol Pete came into the NBA, he immediately became the highest paid player in the NBA. Okay? Like, it was that serious with him. Like, he was that popular. Like, he was, he was really that popular. You know? So, I, I just, I'm just, so, but I, I don't even want to get to that. What I'm trying to say is, um, do you agree that you should have Bird over Duncan, Shaq, and Kobe? And I'm saying it from me and you, we watched all of them. So nobody could pull the, we, you had to be there to see it. We actually saw it. So I'm asking your opinion. Oh, man. That's what I'm saying. Why, I'm not mad at You can make the argument. I think you can make the argument either people. way, man. To me, there's no argument to make. I have, I have, uh, I got Kobe over him. You know, Doug Gottlieb has bird over LeBron James. So you got to understand, there's a feeling about Tama, Larry Tama, Bird. Tama, Tama. Let me ask you a question. Tama, I'm going to cut you off. Are you buying that Shannon Sharp was a big Larry Bird fan? Because I'm not. I'm sorry, Shannon Sharp. I love you, my guy. I'm just not buying that. I don't know. He's be- Watch it. I'm using the words. I really, be- I really believe he's being disingenuous saying that. Okay, no, I, I understand you saying that because I I didn't really know that he was uh, that he loved Bird that much. I didn't know that. Yeah, is that was that yes. He was he like he said he said or undisputed he liked Larry Bird more than Matthew Johnson eighties. Okay, uh, Shannon Sharp is playing a disingenuous game right now. Hey, I don't like that. And he's wait playing, for it. Wait for it, Shannon Sharp. Wait for it. No, no, I'm not buying that. Sorry. And he's, Aren't you bunk the word? Playing he's playing a disingenuous eighties game. And it's We're not doing that. And I'm, I'm sorry. I wish he didn't do that because he's trying to use the Jordan Doc to to get all his shots and all Mike. And yo, Shannon, I know you want to it's the, let me just say how easy this would be. If LeBron just had five rings, I will argue with you that he's better than Jordan. If he had five of them, if he had five, but three and six, but three and six ain't gonna do it, finals. man. And that's the whole point: winning championships. That is why Tom Brady is about to do his own documentary about his Super Bowls. You know what I'm saying? Winning mm. matters when we talk about the great, great players. And LeBron, you've been to nine finals. If you had six or five, man, come on, man. There'd be nothing to debate. You have the stats. I no longer debate if LeBron's going to statistically be better than everybody. He will be. But that's not how we're going to judge him. If you end your career with three rings, but get all these stats, you're judged by your rings at this point. So we're saying basically ring, if we're doing a pecking order, so we're saying this then basically. You're saying that in the pecking order of your legacy, right, 
Are we saying basically that the titles come first yeah. and the stats are second? Why was it so important for Kobe Bryant to win without Shaq? We already knew that Kobe was very Bryant important. was great. That was very important. Was it important for us or was it more important for Kobe because of the Shaq situation? It was important, it was important for me and it was important for Kobe. We understood because remember, I hated the fact that people act like people, I hated that people act like Kobe was pipping on them on them on them on them Lakers like championships teams. Kobe yeah, was not pipping. Fact, I agree. Kobe I agree. was not. Pipping. I agree with that. He was certainly beating Sacramento. If you look at Kobe's career high playoff games, they were going against Sacramento and. San and the Spurs. And Kobe himself. So he had some games yeah, against yeah. the Spurs where I was like, yeah. I'm talking about Afro Kobe. Fro Kobe. Yeah. You mean he was 21 years old? When he was, 20, when he was 21 yeah. years old. Yeah. When he was 20, yeah, 22 part. years old. You know, when he yeah. was the same age LeBron was, when LeBron went against San Antonio, and y'all were like, oh, LeBron was young. But Magic was young, too, when he, he was, was 20 years old. So the youth the squad was trash. Though. Was Magic 20? Was Magic 20? Yeah, but, but, but hold on. To be fair to LeBron, LeBron, no, he had it. Come on. Ira Nubel. Donnie Marshall. I mean, do you do good? So, so let me get in the historian mm. bag on you, dog. The history just, just yo. Mike Tyson was twenty one years old when he was the heavyweight champion of the world. Think well, about we that. You can't use the boxing and basketball, no, old man. Team sport one on one, though. Wait, my point is, you can't make an excuse for greatness. Like you want to use an excuse for LeBron is young and excuse it's him for the excuse, champion. What? But it's not an great? excuse. What? The supporting cast, but hold on. You can't shortchange the supporting cast around you, though, fam. Change the fact that the MVP of the league was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and he w- didn't play in Game Six. Magic right, played, played every position Facts. and went Facts. against all of the team. And I played them, so I wouldn't put LeBron over Magic in the eight in, in the all-time pecking order based on what I saw Magic do. In the in the, in the eighties, he went to nine finals just like LeBron. He won five of them, though. So yeah, if Kobe did not win those rings without Shaq, we'd be looking at Kobe different. Then we'd be like, you only won those rings because of Shaq. But he broke his history. Let's stay on Kobe right quick. Do you feel some of the sports media? And I'm, and I'm going to take my time with this and be respectful, are showing Kobe the right love in the sense that when he was here, because I went back to old clips, right? There's a thing on YouTube watch when they, was, they were getting at Max Kellerman and a bunch of other dudes, right? Shame before how they was talking about Kobe when he wasn't here, when he was alive, compared to when he passed away. Now you want to throw him the kudos, so to speak. And then all now you want to say this because he passed away. Where's the balance at in a person of Kobe's magnitude that passed away, and you might have some discrepancies with certain things he did in his career, but then you're showing him love now. You can't really go into the negative bag with Kobe because people are going to chastise you for that. I can never listen to Nick Wright talk about Kobe because he's full of shit. Nick Wright is someone who has zero credibility to ever talk about Kobe Bryant, okay? Um, Kobe Bryant, that is why I, I love Stephen Jackson so much because Stephen Jackson – you know what's funny? When you ask players who was better between Kobe and LeBron, the players who played against both of them always say Kobe. You know yes. that they always say Kobe. Yes, I do. Because Kobe a always scored against them and, and attacked them, while LeBron is the consummate team player. But um, Kobe Bryant, 
gets Kobe Bryant's problem was he wanted to be Michael Jordan. And people could not get over that. They wouldn't let him do it. I couldn't. I, I, at the time, I couldn't let him live over I would be able to watch. I was one of those guys. I'm going to be on the show. The mannerism, the way he talked. Yes, I didn't like that. Like, I didn't like that. Everything he did, it did Jordan. And let I didn't me like tell that. you what I love. Let me, t- well, let me tell you what I love. Let me tell you what I loved about The Last Dance, because we saw the last interview of Kobe. Kobe said everything about me is because of Jordan. I wouldn't be me yeah. if it wasn't for Mike. But that was the realest thing Kobe ever said. And that is why Kobe could never, will never can, could get over the Mike comp because he basically cloned Michael Jordan and became a modern day version of him. He became Jordan. Yeah, but you're not, you're not, he became well, you've been giving Kobe his flowers since I've known you. Hold on. You've been giving Kobe's respect show for how yeah, many years before he I, passed I away. There's a big difference. I was the guy. I was the guy who would argue with all Knicks fans in 1999. Kobe's better than Allen Houston, and he's better than uh, LeChuck. That was an argument? When that he was, was coming off the hold a minute. That, that was, was an argument? And I'm a Knicks fan. My nigga, I've never felt Allen Houston was better than. My nigga, I've never. Hold on, let me, let me. Hey, Knicks fans. Hey, Knicks fans. You're talking to the OG Knicks fans here. All right? I've never bought the Allen Houston who got 12, a 12-year 12 deal for how much? No. I never in my life put Allen Houston in the same category as Kobe Bryant. And I was an AI fan. What about the Chelsea well? No. No. Nick no. Fans, Nick fans in 1999 That's craziness. went to the championship. Remember, Kobe, Kobe was coming off the bench. You know hold, on, hold on, Watch, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me stop, let me stop, let me stop. Now, we're saying 1999 now, pardon, so let me yeah, stop right there. Yeah, that year, yeah. See, when you, yeah, okay, now nah, let me pump my brakes, three, and get myself Archie Bunker away from it. <clears throat> hold on. If we're talking 99, watch. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, we're I talking 99. I screw over Kobe in fact, I do got screw over Kobe in 99. You and that's the, and that's the point I'm trying to make. And that's the point I used to argue with. My bad, 1999. Part of stuff, yeah. In 1999, and that's why I, I asked That's why I said 1999, and that's why I said 1999. Right. And I'm telling you, that's how I've been on Kobe. Like I, yes, I would, I would have had an argument. Yes, you and I. It was I, with my, my nigga. If you and I were doing a show in 1999, we'd be arguing about that. Do you know I I argue with Nick fans? About that until they finally had to acknowledge it, and it killed them to acknowledge it. It killed them. But once to, by by 2001, and Kobe was dropping them 40 piece bombs on Tim Duncan and David Robinson, they had to give it up. Yes, we did. That's I think so. So let me go back. Let me get back to these to this list. Um, I saw Austin Rivers say he doesn't respect any. Oh, if God. he didn't play NBA basketball or coach. He doesn't respect anything else to say about basketball. That's what Austin Rivers said. And the reason why he said Wait, that... Wait, talking about, talking about a lot of... And but hold on, fam. He's not the only one, though. A lot of guys, as much as we love Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson, they do feel that way. So niggas like you and I who never play NBA basketball, they look like, y'all, y'all, you, you guys should say... What do they say? You should say, in my opinion, before we say things. That's, I'm telling you, that's what they said on their show. That's just a fact. That, I don't co-sign fine. that, but that's how that's they fine. But that's fine. Here's what I say. Austin Rivers don't know more about basketball than me. He's just too young. What is Austin Rivers going to tell me about 80s basketball? I've never played NBA basketball, and I've never coached basketball. What is Austin Rivers going to tell me about Rory Sparrow and Kenny Scott and Jeff Wilkins? 
Because he's in the NBA, he can tell me more about those players. He can't tell me nothing. So I don't subscribe to that. But the point he was trying to make was because Dwayne Wade was number 24 on the top 74 list. He believes because Dwayne Wade should be ranked higher. Do you believe Dwayne Wade should be higher than 24 on that list? Uh, D Wade higher than who? Ranked higher than 24. But who's in front of him, though? Curry, Kevin Durant. That's the part. Curry, so they got, they got Wade over Curry. They got. They got, they got they got Wade over Curry and um and KD. No, they have KD and Curry over Wade. Um, my man, Steph, you and how much times you and I had this conversation on this show about Steph Curry? We watched Steph Curry change no, the haven't. landscape of the NBA, son. My nigga, you and, oh, talk about, talk about, talk about. We just sat here and said Jimmy Fredette could play in this in this era of the NBA. Did we not say that? Because, because of the three ball, right? Right. Because when Steph, when I heard that, when Matt Barnes tells a story that, once again, I go back to Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson when they had Steph Curry on their show. Matt Barnes said he has a camp, right? All the kids now are starting their game outside instead of inside. Before it was inside, outside. Now everybody wants to go in these camps. Little kids now. He's talking about 10-year-olds. They're, they're doing they, – Steph Curry is giving these young boys uh, 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 something that they can run with now as young people now just to work on your jumper and shoot from 30, 30 or 40. And that's what these kids are working on. They're shooting from way out there. So it's like my man changed do, the game. You do realize I believe Steph Curry's already done enough. He doesn't have to do anything else. If his run is over with Golden State and they never win another championship, he's already cemented himself in historical perspective. Now, he's now let that. me ask you a question. To, not to what you just said. Does it is it in the thing like hip hop where some guys peak early? He didn't. Or in sports, he's kind of different hip hop. But he didn't peak too early. He didn't pick too early. He won a, he won in his seventh year, sixth year, and then went to five yeah, but straight. Then, oh, the, but some dudes, yeah, but some dudes take him for like 10th, 9th, 10th year. Look how long it took Ray no, Allen. No, I mean, obviously, they to link up. No, 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 no. Some dudes don't take that. Some dudes don't take that. Bird, Magic. Well, Magic, Magic Russell, and Bird is different. All these guys did it in their 20s. Right. All these guys did it in their 20s. In their 20s. They didn't wait and get it later in their years. So there's no peaking to me. When you're great, you're great, man. And that's why I'm not giving the one to pass. Michael Jordan is, 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 listed as one of the greatest NBA players of all time. He didn't win his ring in his first how many years? You, he won in 91. He didn't peak too early. That's why I'm telling you, Steph Curry did not peak too early. He didn't win in his first year either. He didn't win his first year. His first six years, but, he didn't win. But the man changed the NBA landscape. He changed the game, though. He's changed the game, though. I agree. I'm not disagreeing with you. I said he's better than Iverson, and it kills you because you want to make everybody uh, first. Iverson is your favorite player of all time. And Steph is greater than him, better than him. Dad, defend it. You can't. Dad, Continue, make your case that Continue, Iverson is better than Curry. I love yeah. AI, man. We're not doing that. I love that AI. <laughs> Well, but Chuck, well, but Chuck meant everything to me, son. He meant every, he meant the world yeah, to me. Steph, That's Steph Curry's better than him. Everybody, Curry. Everybody wants to be Curry. Oh, no, let's not fight. Why? Because he, he's straight away. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. You know how much Shaq, how much, how much love Shaq has for AI? I'm going to take it here. And some of y'all niggas are not going to like when I say this, B. 
I think Shaq like AI more than Kobe. You wasn't ready for that one, was you? Quiet. You know why I say that? Because Shaq, anytime he spoke about AI, it was like an admiration when he spoke about AI. Why do you think LeBron and them niggas love AI so much? You want to talk about that? You tell me. You tell me. That's what I'm Yo, you better act like you know. You, well, you do know. You're not going to front on Bubba Chuck at all. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Not, I'm not putting on Bubba Chuck than AI. He's not better than Steph Curry. He's not better than Steph Curry. He's not going to go down as better than I'm Steph I'm an AI guy, man. No, he's not. He's not you can be an guy all you want. Steph yeah. Curry better than him. Hey, now, watch your mouth. You I don't like how you said that, son. Tell me, I don't like how you said Yo, I don't like how you be doing my son AI, son. I'll be real with you. For years, you've been throwing shots at AI every time you can, like he wasn't that dude. I don't appreciate that at all. My nigga, you and I watched. And the much as my nigga. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. You know why we're not doing that? You know why we're not doing that? Because guess what? No, no, we're not. No, 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 no. Let me ask you this question. Alan, do you think selfish time out? Answer this question. Do you think Steph Curry can let that 2001 team with Aaron McKee, Eric Snow, Tyrone Hill, the Matumbo, and those boys get to the NBA Finals that year? Yes. And let me quote Bill Simmons. Let me quote Bill Simmons and Ryan Russello. They were not a better team than Milwaukee, and they should not have beat the Milwaukee team with Sam Russell. Yes, Russell, Wade, let's Allen, talk about it. Yes, I was going there. I must say, ARB, Ben Robinson, Ray Allen, and Sam Russell on a dolo. Tama, 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 Tama. Was it Bill Simmons said they should have won? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Bill? I recorded. The, I think it was Game Five when AI scored forty-six points on Ray Allen's head. I remember that shit. What? You too. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna and I'm going to quote Bill Simmons and Ryan Russello. The better team did not win. They should not have won that series. He said it was bad out of the What does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? I'm telling you what, what Bill mean? Simmons and Ryan Russello said. Okay, I'm so telling you what Simmons and Ryan Russello. Um, I like both of you guys a lot. And I respect y'all podcast. What the hell does that mean though? Now, so, now so we some more. Wait, tell me, no, 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 no. I'm not gonna let you get that off. So by 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 that logic, should we get AI more praise because of that? By by that logic, if Bill Simmons and Ryan Russell are saying, "Watch now, oh, well, the better team should not have basically finishing that one thing, right?" Should we not now get me, AI more praise because of that? Let me give you Brett Musburger. That's crazy. The guy, mean, the guy who me and you listen to on CBS do NBA right. basketball. And now early parts of our, our early memories of NBA basketball is, is Bill Musburger talking. That's a, that's Brett, a fact. That's a fact. Brett Musburger was interviewed, and he said Allen Iverson Before was Ernie overrated. Johnson, hold on. Before Ernie Johnson and before Bob Costas and these dudes got it, though. It was, it was Brett Musburger, absolutely. Brett Musburger said Allen Iverson was overrated, and he never liked him. Uh, that's what uh, Brett Musburger see, see, I can't respect that. I'm sorry. I can't respect that. I can't respect overrated AI's name on the same. That is ridiculous talk. That fan, that's let me, ridiculous. Let me give you some Ryan Russello, Bill Simmons talk. This is what Ryan Russello said recently. You, you didn't know, you ain't know I'd be listening to their to podcast like that. But now I'm hitting my nigga. Of course you do. They said, they said, Who does it? this is what Ryan Russello said. When you look at Averson's career, the, um, after the, the 2001 playoff run, he never really had another run ever again. That's in not the his fault. No, 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 no. I'm just telling you. They said when you really 
They said when you really look at his his career, Sam, well, no, 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 I'm not doing that. You know why? We, the Philly went no, got a bum last year. I'm gonna say, I'm sorry, no, no. Chris Webber was a bum when he came to fucking Philly. He was a bum, a bum. He was a bum. Derek Coleman. Let me ask you a question. Let me, let me ask you a simple question. I'm actually simple question. Jersey, I'm Derek, Go I'm gonna ask you a simple question, and I want you to give me an honest answer. When the Detroit Pistons traded Chauncey Billups for Allen Iverson, who got the better of that trade? Chauncey. Why? Because yeah. he had a better squad. So, see, Wait a minute. You don't put, you don't put time Creed, you don't put Creed as a supporting cast. I do. Wait, time out, time out, time out, time out. Allen Iverson played with Carmelo Anthony, and they right. were losing the first round. They were losing the first Too round to Kobe Bryant. Two two guys that really don't really you know they I probably have know a bit more about team basketball than um, Carmelo Anthony. I love hearing this. Now Allen Iverson is selfish. I said that. So wait a minute now. This is what happened. No. I want you to tell me maybe I'm wrong. So Allen Iverson was traded for Chauncey Billups to the Detroit Pistons. Chauncey Billups. The goes Allen to Iverson had to Denver. be selfish. Allen Iverson had to be selfish. And not for nothing, what is selfish when you're averaging seven points, eight, eight seven assists, eight assists a game? That's not really selfish. And that's not even, you know what's funny? Because niggas do this, I, hold on, come on, come on, come on. Niggas do this eye test in basketball, right? I watched AI pass the ball to a fucking, what's name, Jermaine Jones, mad times on assist, and that bum ass thing can finish a layup. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So he had to Okay, chuck. now I'm getting. Bubba Chuck, my point. Bars, nigga. Two years with Carmelo Anthony. They never got off the first round. Whose fault is that? Um, I don't know the other players around. I don't think they have a lot. Of, they have a lot of great defensive players around that for, team. Was, I didn't was like. George Carl, wait, wait, was it George calls for? Because George Carl can't coach. Um, I don't know. Because from hold on, let me answer the question. You leave it up to Gary Payton. No, he got mad at George Carl because George Carl didn't wait till Game Four, Game Three in Chicago, or Game Four, whenever it was. I think going into Game Four to decide to say, hey, oh, it wasn't even George Carl's. Bright idea to put um, Gary Payton on Jordan. Gary Payton told um, George Carr, "Hey George, you look like an idiot out here, fam. I'm going, in, I'm going in Jordan, and there's nothing you can say about it, bro. So come on, what are we talking about here? Come on, man. So now, Chauncey Billups goes to Denver. Denver goes to the Western Conference Finals, the farthest they got. Right? Allen Iverson goes to Detroit Pistons and destroys it. We're not doing this special show, man. We're not doing this. We're doing this. No, I'm giving you. What am I saying that's not true? Tell me what I'm saying that's not Go true. Ahead, man. Was, Detroit, was Detroit a better team when they got Iverson for Chauncey Billups? Did they become I need to a look at that team? roster. I need to look at that roster. It was the, it was the same roster. exact roster except... No, it wasn't. No, it was not. No, it was not. No, it wasn't. I don't think she was so here still. The point is, the point is, the point is, Allen Iverson's... This is Allen Iverson's legacy. A one-year playoff run and crossing up Michael Jordan. That's his, that's his end We're not doing that. I'm not. No, 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 no. No, you're not. Sam, you're not doing so, that. So give me some. You're not doing that. Talk to Come me. On. Give me some playoff. Give me some memorable playoff runs outside of 2001. Talk to me. I'm here. Um, He had a nice. This first year when he got to the playoffs, in the first two years when he couldn't beat the um Indiana Pacers. The Pacers. Even though they yeah. lost, he was still getting busy, though. So are these memorable runs to you, man? These first round exits, getting knocked down the first round? No, I didn't like the first round exit, but if we're talking about his game, what he brought to the table, he still came to play basketball. He can't talk okay. about Eric Stone and the rest of them bum-ass niggas wasn't ready to, 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 so, um, 
stepping so, up another so, notch. So this simple. This simple. Steph Curry. History will always judge Steph Curry better than, better than Iverson, and there's nothing you can do about it. But AI, AI meant more to me than Steph Curry. I'm sorry, it meant more to my basketball soul or yeah, Steph Curry. Right. I'm glad for you. I'm glad you feel that way. <laughs> Steph Curry changed the game. Okay, <laughs> I was just saying, AI meant the world to me, son. I'm sorry, said Georgetown. I'm sorry with Victor Page. That's my guy. I was, I'm as much I love the Tigers. I love that Georgetown team with Bubba Kyle, Othello Harrington, and. Jerome Williams and those boys. I love that squad. That lost to Ray Allen in the Big East Finals. That team. That lost to Ray Allen in the Big East Finals. Talk to me. Yo, who was that white boy? Deron Sheffer, right? His name, right? Deron Sheffer? We still play with Ray Allen, right? Yeah. He's another nigga that I thought was going to be Allen, nice in the league. Ray, Ray, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Ray Allen. His, huh? Yo, let me ask you a question. I'm glad we said we talked about Ray Allen. Who do you think was better, Ray Allen or, or, or Dwayne Wade? I'm going to Wade though, son. And I mean, I know people. Some uh, I'm going to. But that's not that's not short changing Ray Allen when I say that though, bro. But I'm going to Wade. Just basketball game. Well, I like game more. I like D Wade's game more than Ray Allen's. Um, okay, so I, I okay. I want to I want to separate whose game you like more because guess what? Um, I don't even separate that. Okay, because that's what I'm saying. I like Dwayne Wade more though. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. My man, I got Dwayne Wade over Carmelo Anthony. Talk about it. Do you have Dwayne Wade over Dominique Wilson? <sighs> Damn. Uh. Wow. Yo, I don't think a lot of people. Does Dominique Wilson get enough love that he should, though, my G? No. I'm glad you no, mentioned his no, name. Does he get enough props, though? Yo, my man, if you look at his stats, it will blow it's your crazy, mind. right? It's crazy. He went through a period where he was averaging 29 a game for like six straight years. Man, like did he score 49 in the Boston Garden in one play in one playoff game? Like 40, 47 or 49 points in the Boston Garden. Let me tell you, they didn't be let, me tell you the but, you know. let me tell you the two teams that get lost in the sauce when it comes to 80s basketball: the Atlanta Hawks and Dominique Wilkins for the mid to late 80s. And in the early to mid-80s, the Milwaukee Bucks. Those teams would yeah. double winning 60 yeah. games, but they yeah. ended up going against Philly-Boston, and, and they couldn't get over the Philly-Boston hump. Uh, and then Detroit yeah. comes on the scene. But Dominique Wilkins was the Jordan rival for excitement. Everybody knows that was the argument. We would argue. In high school, we would argue yeah, yeah, yeah. Dominique Back. Jordan. Back. That was a legit argument mm. because Dominique brought it. It wasn't like he didn't bring it. He dunked on you. He did everything Jordan mm-hmm. was doing, but he was doing it with his hand. But nobody right. wants to talk about that. So I'll leave that alone. All right, man. Little NBA talk, man. I'm running for our NBA talk. I love it, though, man. Um, let's talk some hip-hop, man. Um, first off, I want to say RIP to KJ Baller. I have to say that, man, on the strength of um, – I just want to – I don't know how you feel, Watts. I really stay try to stay close to the young Brooklyn – core of MCs or rappers you and I watching you and I talk about a lot. Um Sosa Geek, Fadi and these guys. Um you you live in New York City and I have to get your take on this. Regardless if you don't know this if you don't know this brother or not, but you still keep your ears to hip hop. You never left your ears to what's going on. What do you think about Brooklyn now? Losing Pop Smoke, Nick Blicky, and last night K J Baller was in his whip in his BMW and the stories now is that Somebody ran up to his whip and shot him six times in his whip last night. A young, inspiring young rapper, 27 years old, KJ Ball, a gun down in Brooklyn, 
um, after Nick Blicky, we're not even I don't, we're not even a month removed from Nick Blicky getting blasted. Watch. This is where I'm removed from hip hop and just don't know what's going on because uh, I I was not familiar with KJ Baller. I'd never heard of him. All I heard was aspiring young rapper. Um, right. All I know is that clearly there is some sort of retaliation going on in the streets of Brooklyn with these rappers, and they now and now they're quickly just killing each other. And it at this point, a, a, a power that be has to intervene to stop this. Um, you know the reason why the negative name was given to Chirac is because there was just a lot of black on black crime killing going on, and. The, the, it seemed like the rappers were shooting each other. Now, that has spilled over into the streets of Brooklyn, and it is depressing. It is saddening. It is showing you that deaths, the young people just don't care. There is no we we need to do better. We need not. Nah, they just everybody's on this retaliation thing, and it's just it's just not something to be proud of. I feel that there's a Deep, deep lack of unity in Brooklyn, where Brooklyn could be having a resurgence in hip-hop with these young guys, but they all want to be ops now. It's like if you're mm. a young rapper coming out of Brooklyn, you have to rap about the ops, and you have to pick a side, mm. and that's it. To me, wow. sad. Mm. And I'm going to take it a step further. I like everything you just said. Everything you just said, brother, that was that was eight, five mics right there, man. Do you think also in New York, especially, Watts, that with the pandemic now, being that these young brothers are forced to wear masks around their face, it's easy for them to go after their so-called ops and gun them down? You know what's so crazy? Believe it or not, you'd be surprised how many of these young boys are not wearing masks. Wow. If I would, I go every day, and the people, if, if you ask me who doesn't wear masks the most, I would say the homeless people. And young people. And you got to see the look. Like, I look at them. The way they just be walking and they be in the trains and they be like, they walking like, this it, This ain't going to affect me. This ain't happening with me. And I just be looking at them like, yo. Yes. So, I don't even know if it's that. I just think we, just, I just think this, I think it is that because I think it's easier now. For dudes to walk around, even if they're not wearing it, watch. I'm going to specifically, okay, I'm going to wear the mask. I'm like, to what you said, I'm not wearing a mask on a regular. I'm going to the corner store or I'm in the whip with the homies and we smoking splits outside the build, project buildings. I'm going deep in the sense of, okay, I got beef for the dude in Brownsville, right? I'm going to drive the whip with the homies. I'm going to come out the whip, have the toolie on me, and I'm going to gun this dude down, rocking a mask where no one can see my facial expression because this is what's happening. Because they said it themselves, like somebody said that. Somebody said they're not snitching, but what it is, well, I don't think I can make this talk about snitching. I don't hate that word right now. Somebody said they seen a dude run up on KJ Ballers with, with a mask on. So that's the point I'm making. Okay. I think we're going to see, a, right. and I'm only bringing this to the forefront, that I think we're going to see a lot of this when it comes to retaliation, especially when it comes to, okay, y'all, when Pop Smoke was killed, everybody, the, the ops was making, I hate that word, ops, but the opposition was making um, jokes about possible dying. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to get Nick Blicky now. Now after Nick Blicky, now we're going to get KJ Bar now. Like, who's next? And that, that, that's the point I'm, I'm going with. You know what I mean? Okay. So that's what it is. I just want to say RIP to young boy KJ Bar. Did I rock your music like that, young brother? No, I did. I'm familiar with you because of Mel's TV. And, and yo, know, I, I love Brooklyn. You know what I mean? Don't ever get that twisted. 
Um, the Locks, L-O-X, Watts, they recently, well, they recently was on social media and put it out there that they don't know too many groups out there, sir. They can hang with them or some verses. Brother, you say what? I say Mob Deep can easily hang with you and get y'all out the paint. Y'all do a 2020 with them. Y'all would lose, and y'all would lose badly. How about that? So that's one. Now, hold on. Then I you think a lot of people are, would agree with that, or they have to take time to think about that. Um, I think people who are of my age group and were fans of '90s hip hop would agree, but I think younger people who love the Locks because because one thing about the Locks is they've never since they've come on the scene in 1996. They've never not been a part of hip hop every year. Either one of them drop an album or they all drop an album. So they never, there's never been a period where I ain't hear nothing from Jada, Sheikah, Style. You always hear something from one or the other. So to, to younger people who, like, if the, you're from the 2010s, the, like the last 10 years or the last 20 years, yeah, you would think, yeah, they're they right. Who's seen a lot? But for me and you, who lived the 90s, breathed the 90s, experienced it. No. We the Streets is not better than The Infamous, it's not better than Hell on Earth, and it's not better than Murder Music. I'm going to agree with that so hard body. Uh, I agree with that, son. Do you think, Sam, I love We Are The Streets. I love The Locks. But I'm not putting that album with, with, with the infamous Hell on Earth and Murder Music. And I love Free Agents. How about that? But no, I, I don't. How about, how, about, I think that, how about Havoc got Swiss Beats off the paint on production-wise? Body Oh, you're going there with it. Oh, now you're you talking to this. Yeah, I'm going there with it. <laughs> Let's get the production bag of those albums. Swiss Beats, Mr. Versus. You out here putting verses together, you Swiss beats. Yeah, your production ain't better than Havoc's production on the infamous. And let me tell you something. We the Seats is a classic album to a lot of people. It's the it's the best locks album. It ain't it I'm is, telling you. But that's it, it, but that's not saying much. Not like they have a lot of locks albums, you know what I mean? So You're right. But um nah. Nah. So so one group that'll get y'all out the paint. Is no, do you think? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's say the stadium for a second. Don't, don't leave. I want to stay right there. Do you think the mixtape people are those who love the mixtape game, right? In that 2000 era, that the the locks stuff would hit a little different for people. Well, let me ask you, do you think these mixtape game people know more about the locks mixtape one than me and you? No. Okay, so we got all the lots of mixtape stuff. So what are y'all going to do? Y'all going to play y'all freestyle? Because let me be clear, Mob Deep got an unreleased catalog too. So y'all want to go in your mixtape bag, we go in the Mob Deep unreleased J-Love, Mob Misses. I got four volumes of them. Mm. They got my, come on, man. So I'm not even going to get hyped. Y'all will lose to Mob Deep. Now let me tell you somebody else. But nobody wants to see Mob Deep on the lot though. Let, let, let me tell you who else, in my opinion, they would lose to in a 20-song battle. This is only my opinion. They would lose to EPMD. <laughs> 20, 
songs. Ah. 20, 20 lot songs. 20 lot I don't know, Watts. I don't know. I love no, no, EPMD, I, but you're, no, no, you're no, no. But see, listen, listen, listen. that's your preference because how much you love EPMD. Oh, that's your favorite. Oh, come on, come on. But you have to let the people know that EPMD is your favorite. Is one of your favorite groups of all time. No, no, they they are my favorite. They are one of my favorite groups of all time. But then I'm letting the people know. I challenge anybody on earth. You pick your 20 favorite lock songs. I get my 20 EPMD songs from their first four albums, and I'm getting them out the paint quick. Like this ain't gonna take long. Don't come out with, if you think I'm dicky, I'm coming out with, you're a customer. So when y'all come out with, if you think I'm dicky, and I'm now, playing, you got the chip. Now, hold on. I'm getting y'all out the hold on. Now, hold on, hold on. Now, when we say lock songs, right, are we just talking the first two albums, or are we talking about mixtape joints and all Yo. that, and solo joints that, hold on, that Jada Styles and Styles, Jada Styles and Sheik might have solo joints also. We're not songs, we're all together. Let me just say this. You take, pick your 20 favorite lock songs, I'll pick my 20 EPMD songs, okay? So when I put Headbanger on there, and I put Rampage with L. Cool J on there, yeah, you're going to see what I'm putting out there. So you put, you, you yeah, take but that locks, from that locks, stretch all strong freestyle, the, the cool freestyle, on fire, nobody, they're fire. You're going to take a, a locks freestyle song, they don't have enough songs for you, Song for song, I got twenty people. Oh, yeah. That of course, I got song together. Yeah, you can you can get a lot of Jaden Styles. Joint. We made it. We made it, and all that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying I love the lot, and I'm just saying that. I don't like. I don't like. I don't see, but see, hold on. I don't like the two groups you said. Hold on, watch. I don't like the two groups you said because it has to be Dipset and Junior for me. I don't think the lot. I don't want to see the locks against EPMD and Mark D. I don't even want to see that. My point is. My point is. You said. You told me to respond to something mm-hmm. that Jada can say. There's right, not right, a lot right, of groups right, right. out there. And I'm telling you, there it is. For me, I got two groups off the top that'll get y'all out of here when it comes to songs. The mob, the mob, I don't know about EPMD. Definitely the mob for me. Definitely EPMD for me because EPMD got four albums. We're talking about three mob deep albums that get them out the paint. EPMD got four albums that'll get them out the paint. Four. Mm. Not three. They got four right. albums. Now, are we sure? Are people short? Are the locks? Was that was that really a hit to G Unit Dipset though? When they say that though, when they put that out there? No, no, it wasn't. That was just them talking about the consistency because they've been very consistent. You know, if you just think about this year, Jadakiss put out an album, Styles put out an album, and they're gonna come out with a group album this year in 2020. So just based on that level of consistent and longevity, they have every right to feel the way they, they feel. Like, see, so I'm not upset that they feel that way. It's just that when you come at me and say some shit like that, I have the history of hip-hop on my side. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not talking about, oh, the last 10 years of hip-hop. I'm talking about, oh, no, we, we talking about group shit? With a, or songs from a group? Yeah, I got songs from a group that'll get y'all out the paint. Yes, I do. Now, some people feel dipset will give the locks a run for their money on social media today. They would. Dipset would. Now, now let's get into the to, to the younger version, the two thousands and beyond era. Yeah, Dipset, Dipset got stupid. Hey, hey, Styles, Jada, and Sheik, I love you niggas, but G Unit, man, they might have a conversation too, though. They might have some. He <laughs> won't have some smoke. 
The dip set in G unit could could absolutely go. Now, if we talking mixtape, now if you putting everything together, dip set and G unit absolutely can go head up with the locks. Twenty, twenty songs, twenty five songs, even thirty songs. If that's what we doing, they all got enough music. Mm. Where am I seeing that though? So it seems like everybody want to come outside, but I wouldn't mind seeing that. Um, let me get your take on Joe Biden and Charlemagne. Okay, this is a disgrace. Okay, Charlemagne's not a serious person to get on to talk about politics. He's just not. The Breakfast Club is not a place to go to even learn about politics. For years, DJ Envy said, I don't vote. For years. I remember he was on there with Trey Songz, and Trey Songz had just and Trey Songz had just come back from visiting Obama, talking about the importance of voting. And Envy was like, "I don't vote; it doesn't make a difference," you know. So, to a show like me and you, when we want to get basketball podcast stuff, right? Where would we go? We go to basketball people who we know are into basketball. When I want to get politics podcast stuff, I go to political YouTube channels, or if I want to go hip hop, I go to hip hop. The Breakfast Club is not the place to go. Now, what he did was he got Joe Biden to say, if you vote for Trump, you ain't black. And it caused such an uproar. And you know what pisses me off about mm-hmm. it? It gave Charlemagne so much clout. Now he's getting interviews on MSNBC. Are you hating? Are you hating, Watts? It's Are you hating? I got to ask you, though. It's, Are you hating on Charlemagne? You know what? Come on. Yo, my man. How are you calling the hate for somebody that's not that's a show that's not, that has nothing to do with politics? Well, but let me ask you a question. Do we have to give them a little bit of kudos that even if they're not heavy in the policy, still try to bring that attention to the show? You know what I mean? Not, you I'm, know what I'm, saying? Saying, like, I'm, I'm just saying from I'm gonna say from my point of view. All right. If you need Charlotte in a Breakfast Club to educate you on voting or if you think Trump is good or bad. Like, here's the thing I'll say. Let me ask you this. What exactly are we supposed to get out of this, Charlemagne? Joe Biden said, okay. he said so, should I, so, so should me and three say, you know what? We're not going to vote for Joe Biden because he's, he's taking the black vote for granted. So what choice do we have? Either vote for Trump or don't vote. Who does that help? Right, 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 right. So, what, what do you think about that conversation taking a black vote, though? What do you think about that conversation when we go into the – the black vote bag when, when Charlemagne went there with it. No, it's no, a legit, I legit that. question. It's, it's absolutely legitimate. But right, right. now, where the sticks are, Trump or, no, we're not going to do Biden because Biden does not have a black agenda, quote unquote. So, so what do you want us to do then? What should we do now? Right. Okay, Charlamagne, you convinced me. Joe Biden, I listen to you. Joe Biden doesn't have a black agenda that's specifically talking about black people. So you know what? Thank you, Charlamagne. I'm not going to vote for Joe Biden. So now I get four more years of Trump? Mm. Man, listen, if y'all really understood politics and knew what was going on, you would understand that Trump is the worst president of my lifetime. Mm. Yeah. So to me, so to me, this hurt. This, this actually helps Trump's re-election chances because there are people who live and die by the Breakfast Club and they're running. And, and by the way, by the way, everybody's running with it now. Yeah, I told you Joe Biden didn't care about black people. He's taking us for granted. And now they're spreading. Yeah, I see that. So that. That was a heavy conversation see, yesterday what? on social media. You see, and that's what's happening. Are you kidding me? So you mean now, mm. when I talk to a black person, you're like, well, I don't 
don't want to vote for Trump, but I'm not going to vote because when I heard Joe Biden on Charlemagne, he said, do you have a black agenda? And he didn't have a black agenda. Really? That's what we doing? That's what we mm. doing. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not playing mm. these games, man. I like talking to dumb mother. My nigga, these niggas. Yo, you think, hold up. You think Charlemagne don't know about rap music? Yo, my man, it's worse <laughs> when it comes to politics. He, he, he don't even know who's who. You know what I'm saying? Charlemagne to break down Griselda better than he could break down anything in politics. But nah, but watch, you're that. saying that. But well, watch, to the people that don't know that, that think you just know hip hop. You, you're very, you're very big into politics. So maybe you're seeing that because you're heavy into that conversation. Also, like you could sit there having that kind of conversation with Charlemagne for the average Charlemagne. brothers that might not be big into politics like yourself. Charlemagne's not that terrible to the masses when it comes. He has Hillary Here's Clinton, Joe Biden, true. Bernie Sanders, and all these guys on his platform, and that's how people look at it. You know what I mean? Here's what makes it dangerous. He casts doubt now, should black people vote for Biden? That's the conversation he started. What, hmm. so, so what should you do now? You gave us no alternative now. So, hmm. so Charlemagne, not this, what should we do now? Now that, now, now that <laughs> Joe Biden doesn't have this singular black agenda. Because Trump, because Donald Trump damn sure ain't got no black agenda. And he don't give a fuck about us. Word. Factual, so, so what Factual. can we do? Everybody black yeah. knows that Joe Biden was Barack Obama's vice president for eight years. That's what we know about him. Mm-hmm. So now, so now, Charlemagne, what should we do? Now that you're getting all this clout. And I'm using clout because he's getting clout off of this. <laughs> you know, I hate that word. Um, um, one subject also today, somebody said, name a better rapper than Elzai from Detroit. Oh, wait, you can't. And I put down I Rocks for Elzai heavy. But Royster 5'9 is the best MC from Detroit, and it's been like that for a while now. And I got some people telling me, three, I hear you. But Elzai is a better MC than Worcester Five Nine, but Worcester Five Nine makes better projects than Elzai. You say what to all that, sir? I agree with you, Elzai. I love Elzai. When I tell you I love Elzai, I love Elzai. I think Elzai is the true living in true living embodiment of a 1990s New York City MC. Because that's Detroit, my G. He's from Detroit, though. What are we doing? Come on. Yeah, but you gotta understand something. You gotta understand something. You gotta understand something. Oh, oh. You are you rap, putting me in the Rascos, Crook and I bag, who, who's from different coasts? But they rock with East Coast. New York niggas heavy. Is that, is that the bag you're going in? Hip hop is, hip-hop is, you hear music that you identify with, you hear artists that you identify with, and they influence and they inspire you. Uh, Elzai is absolutely 100% inspired by New York City MCs, not East Coast <laughs> MCs, New York City MCs. I want to be very clear. Uh, <laughs> Elzai is a great, great MC. The two greatest MCs to come from Detroit are Eminem and Royce Five Nine. They are the two best MCs. Yes. Elzai yes. is not better than either one of them. And that's that. And I'm saying this as someone who believes Elzai's um, Elmatic Project is my top two project of the last two years. I mean, of the last uh, ten years. Yeah, I two years. Okay. But I, just, I, know, I know you. You know you. Okay. Uh, listen, I made no so, bones so, about so, it. So, I like so, Elzai's so, Elmatic album, Nas, and I love Sky Zoo's tribute to Jay Z. So I think both those brothers is 
attributes to reasonable doubt and nomadic and little top notch on projects in my opinion. So I, I get it. I'm not mad at that. So I think people. So when people say Elzai, this is the thing that throws me off about Elzai. When people say Elzai is the best, people who try to get, yo, I really know some some real dope stuff about hip hop that only the true heads know. Well, I'm a true head and no, Royce to Five Nine is the better MC. And I had a friend of mine who used to tell me all the time, yo, Elzai is the best. It ain't Royce. And this was when Bars came social, out. Guys on social like, media dude. right now this morning are commenting like what I'm posting. They're telling me your three. Some guys got Elzai over Royce. Well, this is what I'll say to the guys. Hey, guys, did you hear the Joshua Jackson album? Mm. You like mm. that album better than Prime? I mean, Royce to Five Nine has put out better music than him. Like, you can just take their modern work. He's rhyming yeah. better than him. He's yeah. putting out better music. Like, every category of yeah. rhyming, Royce wins. That's, so, I mean, that's like, why I it's see an that. argument that right. makes no sense. Like, you can't even right. prove it. Like, you. if people like, hey, prove it. Right. Give me his latest stuff, and I'll put it against Royce's latest stuff. And it, and it doesn't win. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, recently, there's also talks about Buster Rhymes and Snoop Dogg having a face the versus thing, Watts. And even though I'm not mad at people, some, some people saying Snoop, they have Snoop over Buster, I just learned that the disrespect for Buster Rhymes I learned last weekend was very disgusting to me, that people were saying Snoop would wash Buster Rhymes in the verses. Are you going to use the word wash even if you felt Snoop would, would win that? Isn't wash very disrespectful to Buster Rhymes? First of all, you can't prove to me Snoop can beat Buster Rhymes. That, that okay. can't be proved. Okay. It's 20 okay. And let me tell you why. Luda was using verses against Nelly. Like he was taking some of his greatest verses and putting them against Nelly. Mm-hmm. Look, we're doing verses. Let me be very clear. Buster Rhymes has 20 five mic verses. I believe he has 20 of them. And so why is the masses are not saying that then? So why do you feel some people because, because, are not because, saying because that? They I'm don't know. Back because, like they don't even know because, that. So because they don't know. I think people do not really understand. You know, uh, people don't. You know why, man? And I'm going to tell you this, and I, I know it just sounds crazy. People do not understand Buster's 90s resume. They just don't. They give him late 90s. A lot of people who talk hip-hop just don't understand. That Listen, his man. Buster was the best person in his group, man. He was, the, he was the lead of his group. I'm sorry, Charlie Brown and Dick O.D. No. Let me give you... Let me give you two verses that Buster could play, right? Let's say if he plays them, how would a versus when we act when his scenario verse comes on and his flavor and when what's next? verse comes on? And what's next? That's for me and you. They're not going to go what's next because that's me and you <laughs> understand what's next, man. So I'm just saying his universally acclaimed verses. Like hey, hey, he hey. has and um, if you don't think Buster Moms can easily go toe to toe with Snoop, he can go toe to toe with anybody. He can go toe to toe with anybody, man. Twenty songs? How Buster Moms can't go verse verse with anybody with twenty songs? Come on, man. Disrespecting Buster's but I'm Buster. But you can't. But hold on. I, but you. I'm not. I, I'm not. Like I said, I'm not mad at somebody feeling Snoop would be Buster. My argument is my upset. What I was upset about was people saying Snoop would wash. If you think Snoop is one thing. But to say you watch Buster, I'm not doing that. I, I could make a Buster playlist that could be Snoop. 
Because Snoop, you can jump into your beautiful bag all you want. That's not going to do it for me. I don't consider that a classic Snoop verse or a classic Snoop song. But let me tell you what I've learned. Nah, but still got to mean twenty though. Still got to mean twenty though. Watch, he got to mean twenty though. But he, but he wouldn't use it. I've come, I've come to this. I've, I've seen that these verses are not using your best material. It's using what women know and what women like and what radio plays. That's basically what these. That's that's basically what these verses are. The songs that nah, have but the most Snoop radio know he'd have to go in women deep cover bag and chronic bag. Hold on, Snoop knows he has to go in deep cover. Um, those, chronic those bag. You know that. Those were commercially successful albums that got radio play. The one that got played. I'm saying yeah, that. Yeah, but those still against the joints, though. The, the, the content of the songs, though, is what I'm saying. Right, but remember, the reason why we know Snoop is because he came out with hardcore G-Funk gangster rap. Right, right. And G-Funk right. gangster rap was the biggest selling art form of hip-hop in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. So him coming out, you know who would know those songs? Kurt Lauder and Zane Lowe would know those songs because <laughs> Kurt Lauder would do Snoop on the TV. Was he not introducing Snoop? You say Kurt Lauder? <laughs> you say Kurt Lauder? Tab- Hold on. What's my shorty name? Tabitha Soren? Tabitha? Yeah, we are. Kurt Lauder. Tabitha. So, tell me, so, Kurt Lauder would not know who Snoop was in the early 90s? Yeah, of course they would. They covered the murder trial. They covered, they covered the uh, murder, the case trial, and all that. Yeah, Every day. That's Every day. So, so, so the point I'm making is, it was crossover mainstream hip hop at that time because it was the biggest selling, it was mm. the biggest selling music in hip hop. So Snoop has those. Mm. So I'm not shortchanging Snoop, but I'm saying these verses. But let me tell you about these verses battles now. I'm telling you, they trash. He's doing one twelve <laughs> versus jagged edge. When I saw that he did one twelve versus jagged edge, the question I wanted to know is, what happened to Havoc and Alchemist? Why is that battle not happening? Got, you know why that battle is happening? Yeah. You know why that battle's not yeah. happening? It's because they realized that only hip-hop heads would be in that bag. Only true people who were into hip-hop for real would be in there. Versus you want women to be in there and you want people to know their music. So these Jagged Edge songs and these 112 songs is going to mean everything. This is a battle I don't care about. This battle don't give me hype. Get going. Hold on. Hold on. I already got canceled. Hold on. I need to fact check, though. Hold on. Time on, time on, time on. I need to make sure I, I get it right. Because I saw something last night. Around that battle got canceled. I'm talking about um, one twelve and jagged edge. I was having a conversation last night with somebody about that. They said it's canceled, so I just got to keep my outfit. That's what I heard. I don't know how true it is. We'll keep eyes on that though. But I do agree with you that the um, verses ain't been too crazy, crazy. But I'm gonna be lit tonight for Bounty, Bounty Killer Beanie Man. I know you don't give a rat's ass about that, but I'm lit for that. I'm actually lit for that. No, no. My Caribbean. No doubt. The verses, Caribbean. The verses um, have turned, turned turned into disappointments to me because when I listen to um to Swizz and Timbaland, they basically want popular people. Right. Because, you know, they right. constantly talk about the number in the room. Yo, look at the number. Look how many people in there. We got 450K. You know, have it. Well, have it come on. You know, Tony yeah. Touch. I got to plug this also. Tony Touch and Duop are doing a part two tomorrow on Monday. And tomorrow on Monday. What we see this weekend sometime? A part two. I'll I be tuned in. I love the dope. Yes. I mean, I tell you, I love yes. that. Let's do our battle. I had every mixtape they did. And, yo, when they was – I just love that battle, man. That was a fun battle. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that that, that means more to me what? than 112 versus Jagged Edge. What do you feel about Crooked Eye saying that he feels that cats are sleeping on the West Coast and his verses, that they're not getting enough love? He saw somebody saying that Ice Cube – I guess he took um, – he didn't like the fact that somebody was acting like Cuba get washed in the face off, I think it was. I think that's his argument. 
I'm paraphrasing now. But he basically well, trying to, you know, be, you know, Swiss, Swiss Beats. Swiss Buster Rhymes was trying to explain to Swiss Beats how dope Ice Cube was. And let me be Swiss Beats literally just doesn't know, three. Like, Ice Cube won that, that, that late 80s to 95 run. The 88 to 95 Damn, run. Damn, Cube was that dude, man. I'm sorry. Ice Cube but was that guy. Y'all already, yo, listen. Got a time on. I got to plug this. I got to plug this. Watch, hold on. Before you go, I got to plug this. Please go to me and watch his 90s, top 90s list where we talk about Ice Cube. That's all I got to say, man. Go ahead, continue. Um, Swizz didn't understand it because when Buster's trying to explain to him, yo, Cube got all these joints, he was acting like he didn't know that. Like, he was really, like, acting like Buster Rhymes was teaching him something. And that's when I realized, like, you know what, man? You know, Swizz is the last 20 years of hip-hop, man. You can't, you, once you go in the, in, the, in, the, in the classic bags of hip-hop stuff, he, 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 he don't know what's going on. And I think that's what Crooked Eye saw. Crooked Eye saw that the fact that Swizz Beats was acting like ignorant of Ice Cube's catalog. That's, that's why crazy. he said that. Okay. That's what it is, man. PSA Hip Hop, man. Why take us home, Archie? PSA Hip Hop, the home of Kodak Geek, aka Sosa Geek. Why is it the home of Sosa Geek? Why? Can somebody explain to me how these young boys deck? getting money like that? He doesn't drop music like that. I need to understand how he doesn't Kirk. drop any projects, and he's walking around like he has twelve money out the wazoo. Perky's on deck. Perky's on deck. Sidebar, I was able to, uh, he, he actually let me on his live the other day, <laughs> and he kind of, like, he, he, he shut me down too, though. I, I guess I was in my old man bag, where he's like, oh, nigga, get out of here with the preaching shit. Because I told him, I said, yeah, my man, why, you, why don't y'all slow down? I was trying to tell him, yo, basically, can y'all chill out with the killings in, in New York? And he was trying to hear that. He banned on me when I went in that bag. He literally banned on me. <laughs> Honey, I keep on. He banned on me. Watch, like get your all ass up out here, bro. We're not trying to get it. Oh, let me just tell you this, because you may not know this, but I will tell you this. That song with Drake is regular. It's a regular rotation song on Hot 97 and Power oh, 105. What's that? Demons with Drake, what? Sosa Geek, and Fabio Farm. Oh, Sosa Geek. Oh. It's a it's a rotation song. Do you think Fabi has to be careful also what's going on in the streets? He has to lay low? Yes. Yes, I do. It's not lay low. It's just you have to be careful. I wish – this is where, believe it or not, 50 can give these guys good advice. Is it going to – they're not trying to the old niggas, man. I'm sorry. I don't believe they – I don't believe the young Brooklyn niggas watch are trying to hear from old 50 Cent about nothing, bro. I don't believe that. I know. You don't care I about that know, shit. But he, I know, but this is a dude who came out of those street wars, man. They don't he care, understood. man. No, no, no. They're, they're I not from his Some of these niggas are not from these niggas' hours. No, no. What I'm saying is that when you have a future, mm. you got to move different. For a guy like Fabio, who has an opportunity to have a, a nice rap career, you can't just think it's Perky's in the street, have money, roll up in different whips. That's what they think, though. Wow. Wow. Wait, time out. Wow, there is heavy ops talk going on. Like, heavy. I mean, let's be real, man. My man, listen, I don't even want to get into how deep this shit is, but it's real enough where y'all got to move different. 
Y'all gotta move different, man. Just My nigga, gonna... retaliation, retaliation is very heavy on this young generation. It was always been like that, but dudes are right now really on this on this retaliation ish. You kill my man, I'm gonna come back to get you, and I'm gonna we're gonna, we're gonna make a song about it. Smoking on your dead man. I'm not gonna be surprised later on today. I go on, I go on YouTube and I see cats talking about smoking um KJ Baller Bloods. That shit really be bothering. I hate that kind of talk, but that's the world we live in now. We smoking dudes. Women burning a spliff. So that's what it is, man. Y'all know the vibes already, man. It's your boy, if you let a man watch, man, you know the vibes.